Welcome. It is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. I am your host, Jared Jessalitis. Look, I've never done this before. We're going to start out the program today on a Monday. First thing, going straight to our Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammer and Hotline because uh, Saturday's game was such a, a, a flashpoint here. A lot of feelings, a lot of hollering in the fan base here. So I got Tom Dean Hart, GoldenBlack.com. Uh, to come on with us here, and we got to get a few things uh, straightened out. Tom was actually at the uh, with the JMA. Can I just call it the carrier? Are you okay if I just call it the carrier dome? That's I'm not, okay. I'm not That's on board okay. with it yet. Uh, you were out there on the scene. Uh, well, let's just, I mean, well, let's go back to the scene of the crime here. The, the, those last however many seconds, Purdue ends up with 60 yards of, of uh, personal fouls here. What is your understanding about exactly what happened? Because on the TV broadcast, it seems like Payne Durham gets a flag, then all of a sudden the coaching staff gets a flag, and all hell breaks loose here. What do you know about what happened? Why did people get flags? What was your understanding in those uh, those final moments there in the game? Yeah, we talked to Coach Brom today, on Monday, about um, about the uh, you know the, the the late game. And sportsmanlike conduct penalties have proved to be so uh, ruinous for Purdue. You know, Jared, after uh, Payne Durham scores the 12-yard TD uh, catch to give Purdue a lead, they kick the PAT, and that's when everything uh, went downhill. Um, Durham was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct. Jeff Brom said he, he got uh, a heat exchange with a Syracuse player, and there appeared to be a shove. Who shoved who first? Uh, that seems to be a little bit murky. Um, nonetheless, Durham was the guy who drew the penalty flag. And you can imagine Jeff Brom wanted an explanation to that. He said there was a stop and play. He went out on the field for a little or a few feet to try to get a referee's attention to wave him over to get an explanation. That's when another flag came out. And back was another unsportsmanlike penalty. So um, add it all up, Jared. He ends up kicking off from his own 10-yard line. After the return, Syracuse starts that last drive on a 50-yard line. And then, of course, five plays later, they scored the winning touchdown. And, of course, Jared, on that five-play drive, there were two more Purdue penalties that helped extend uh, except, uh, help extend the drive for, for the Orange. There was a P.I. call and a defensive holding call. So just a crazy day for Purdue with 13 penalties, a tough loss, a tough field to swallow. You know, Jared, this is twice now this year Purdue sort of let one get off the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're one and two now, and they're trying to obviously get back on track here Saturday when they play Florida, Florida Atlantic. You've been covering football for how long, Tom? I mean, uh, an awful long time. H- have you ever seen uh, two back-to-back uh, personal foul calls uh, for an ensuing kickoff? And even in a situation like that, it's where it is, I mean, you really have to want to make those calls at, at that point. I-, I was shocked that it happened. I was shocked that it happened at that point of the game have you ever seen anything like that no Jeff Brown was surprised too um he obviously didn't agree with the cause and again uh two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties after a point a PAT I mean it's, it sounds like you're almost making this stuff up you know uh so yeah just just crazy I can't recall anything like it but you know what um you have to control what you can control if you're Purdue and Jeff Brown talked about that today they've they discussed this, this penalty problem, if you will, uh, to great lengths on Sunday. We'll continue to harp on it. Um, he wants the players to, to stop with the chatter. Just basically, Jared, shut up and play football, right? And mm-hmm. uh, be mindful. 
can't really celebrate. Just do things by the book, you know. Act like you've been there and conduct yourself with some with some decorum and a plum on the field. You can still play with enthusiasm and energy. You have to do that in football, right? Uh-huh. But uh, you have to be careful not cross the line and, and get into some histrionics that are going to draw maybe a penalty flag from an official. Now, you also you, you tweeted out because you, you were at the uh, press conference and everything today that, uh, Jeff Brown, there, there's been some communication with Jeff yeah. and uh, on multiple things with the head of officials. Uh, did he did he tell you anything else about that? Is it specific plays? Is it the way that he was talked to? I mean, like, because uh, there's a very large section of the fan base that is putting uh, basically all this on those officials. Um, I, I understand. Look, it's a combination of things, but at the same time, um, there, there, there's a lot of calls in that game that I I found myself going, how in the world do you call that? The the first interception uh, and the and the P, the pass interference there uh, that negated that was one thing. I mean, there, there's just a lot of calls there. If you want to be conspiracy theorist here, Jeff, a lot of fishy calls there, especially down the stretch. Oh, yeah, a lot of dubious calls. I think anybody who watched it, like you said, Jared, would agree with you. And Purdue certainly seems like it came out on the short end of a lot of those calls. You know, on the Syracuse game-winning touchdown drive, um, there, were, there was one uh, P.I. call on Purdue that extended the drive. But during the play, Jared, I mean, it's so egregious if you watch it. Syracuse offensive lineman wrestles down Scotty Humpets in a blatant hold. Oh, yeah, that was the, that was the, that was the five-yard. <laughs> that was the holding call. That was a defensive holding. Okay. But then there was yeah. also – but you, you're right. You have the P.I. call on that one, too, with the Purdue player that was too. in position trying to make a play on the ball, and the Syracuse player's not even turned around. The ball lands out of bounds, and somehow – it, you know, that extends the drive yeah. and, and produces the at fault there. I mean, I have to ask questions uh, about what the heck's going on there. Look, you can't, if you're paying dirt, you can't make those calls. I get that, right? You can't say those things. But at the same time, these officials put Purdue in quite the position here down the stretch. Yeah, big team, big Tennessee skating crew. That's Syracuse. And like you said, I asked Jeff Rahm if he sent in any plays to the division off for review. And he said they had. Didn't get any specifics. You know, I think that's a, always a matter between school coaches and the conference office. But um, no, no surprise there. I think he wanted some things on the record that he wasn't happy with. And it sounds like he's already heard back from the league office. So it's got to be watering under the bridge at this point, Jared. Right? You don't want to. You don't want to keep up this pattern. Right now, Purdue is the second most penalized team in the Big Ten. Only Maryland averages more penalties per game. They had nine against Penn State, thirteen against Syracuse. And, um, yeah, again, uh, it's something they have to get dialed back. Last year, the only average, I think, was four and a half per game, which is about six in the conference. Of course, they won nine games. So, yeah, like I said, you want to play football with energy and enthusiasm and gusto, but um, you can't cross the line and, and start making hand gestures, strutting around, signaling to the crowd, and just, just, just kind of egging on or taunting opponents. Um, I, know, I know they're young guys, and I know they're full of energy, but – you have to be mindful of, of, of the line you can cross, and then you draw the ire of the officials. And, Jerry, let's, let's, let's be honest, right? I mean, it, it, the officials know this about Purdue. And um, you can be as unbiased as you want, but you got to think anytime guys are calling Purdue games now, they're going to be mindful of this for sure. That This has been a very public display at this point. This has become a big issue. It's gotten a lot of attention. And moving forward, I'm sure Purdue's going to be scrutinized here. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that too. That's uh, that's something I haven't really put into perspective there too. I'm still thinking about, you know, when you send stuff to the league office and, and you've got complaints about it. I mean, 
it's it's nice. Maybe you can get a hey, somebody made a mistake here. But other than that, you don't doesn't remedy anything. That's all you get. Yeah, that's all that's you, all get. you get. And and nobody's ever going to publicly go, yeah, hey, we dropped the ball on that one, Jeff. Sorry about that. Um, you're not even going to get that. You're you're lucky to get like a uh, a little nod here that oh hey, you know uh, you you were probably right here. We'll we'll have a word with them and stuff. But I mean, those officials they they were Big Ten officials, right? So it's not like you're not yeah. going to see them again at one point probably. Um, and then if that happens, well, I mean, those guys know that you went to their boss and they probably had to sit down and explain things. They probably weren't happy about that. That's probably not going to make things easier on you next time they hit the field. Yeah. You know, again, that's just human nature, isn't it? I mean, we all say we're unbiased and, and, uh, we're going to always have an open mind, but we all know, I mean, we're, we're all affected by things that happen to us in our life. And, and, and yeah, I, I think you make a good point there, Jared. And you know, the, I think the other big buzz point out of, out of Saturday's game was um, that the winning touchdown pass. Right, Purdue was playing man coverage, and that 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 really exasperated a lot of people and got them to wonder why wasn't Purdue playing zone to keep everything in front of you? Don't let anybody get behind you. Tackle them in front of the goal line, keep them in bounds. Here, the clock expires. Game over. For some reason, Purdue's playing zone. You know, Bryce Hampton gets beat for that corner out touchdown. And um, Jeff Rahm thought maybe they were being a little bit too aggressive. He talked to Ron English about about just coverages and, and types of pass coverages to, to play and uh, knowing game situations and all that. So they're, they're obviously highly aware of it. I think they want to try to get pressure on Jared Schrader. Um, uh, obviously, they almost got him to go back and watch the play. I mean, Scotty Humphrey hits him right after he throws the ball, so it almost worked. But it didn't, so now it's become an issue, right? Yep. So that that was the other thing that had a lot of people buzzing after the game, too. Tom Deanhart, goldenblack.com. has got a great write-up over there on the site for you. If you're a member, you should definitely check this thing out. Uh, get, become a member if you're not. Tom, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for helping us get us straightened out. You got it.